Hello and welcome to Death of a Thousand Cuts Couch to 80k Writing Bootcamp Week 5 Day 1. The more mathematically inclined among you will immediately discern that we are halfway through the course. Also, I've said that we're approaching the halfway point several times in previous episodes, so I'm sure this comes as no great revelation to anyone, but it's just, I feel weird if I didn't say, oh look, we're halfway through, like I hadn't noticed. Because you might then think, I hadn't noticed, and I'd be rolling on illuminating the foundational principles of long-form fiction composition with clarity and aplomb, and you'd be thinking, oh, wait a minute, has Tim noticed we're halfway through the course? Do you think he knows? What What if he's not planning to stop? What if this is a cult and the exercises are slowly going to grow more sinister, incrementally violating societal norms until we find ourselves creeping through a cemetery at midnight with a trowel and a fondue set? Rest easy, dear one, I have noticed, and I'm far too lazy to be a cult leader. I don't want your life savings or your eternal devotion. You know, by all means, if you see me in real life, give me a bag of chocolate buttons. I would like that. Uh, but that's where I draw the line. What's the theme this week, Timo? I hear you grunt. Well, the enigmatic, suggestive and slightly disturbing working title for the assault course of exercises I'm going to herd you through this week is Psych Exam. Because now we're here at the halfway point, I think it's a good idea, an excellent idea, in fact, to take stock. Why do you want to write? What are your expectations? What assumptions are you operating upon? What do you say to yourself when you write? And, just as importantly, what do you say to yourself when you don't write? What would you like to achieve with your writing? And look, this isn't me setting you up so I can say your goals are stupid and full of folly and idiocy. If you want to write a series of best-selling thrillers, that's a great goal. And once you've acknowledged that it's what you want, you can make it more specific. Best-selling on which charts, by when, how many thrillers. And you can start looking seriously at the steps you'll have to take to get there. And then, hopefully, you can ask yourself the most important question of all, which is why. Why do I want this? If the answer is, so I can feel good about myself, may I suggest setting up a direct debit to your favourite charity, texting a friend you haven't seen for a while and saying you miss them, changing the sheets on your bed and doing some exercise that gets your heart pounding. All of these are much faster, more reliable paths to a little more self-acceptance. Creative writing, if you make it a test of character, of your personal worth, is horrible. Absolutely fucking horrible. And worst of all, it's horrible even when you don't do it. Your failure to do it becomes this background drain on your well-being. You might have felt this, right? Why do we do that to ourselves? As a profession, novel writing is bedeviled by these deeply unhealthy tropes of obsession and compulsion, of writing as an addiction, of writer's block as a capricious malady, of writer being the totality of a human's identity, of great authors almost being these mystic vessels, blessed and cursed, unwilling conduits for the gods. And all of that, all of it, is self-mythologising bollocks. I am telling you now, it is hogwash. The industry has a shameful hard-on for normalising destructive working practices. And, and people get sick. I got sick more than once. And we all go, ah, such is the ecstasy and agony of the artiste. If you harbour even an iota of that romanticised, toxic bullshit about what true writing ought to be, I urge you to back away from that mindset at speed. Writing is a craft, and sometimes it's a job. And look, sometimes, as I'm going to explain this week, it can have genuine psychological benefits. It might even have mild physical benefits. And, and reaping those benefits is by no means contrary to the project of producing quality, saleable fiction, in case you're worried. But you have to be nice to yourself. 
I cannot repeat this enough, or with sufficient force, you must be nice to yourself. And if you can hear a little voice, even now in your head, resisting that already, thinking, no, but I'm lazy, you don't understand. Maybe motivated people can afford to indulge themselves, but I'm feckless trash, and if hating myself is what it takes to get this book done, then by golly, I'm going to let rip. And then I say to you, well, first of all, well done for noticing it. That's great work. That's good self-awareness. That's healthy. That's the first step. I am not saying that self-compassion is more important than producing the best novels you can. I'm saying it's essential to it. But we'll get to that in due course. Not all this week is going to be focused on you as an author or your mindset. And some of you may be very happy and you may have a reasonably healthy relationship with your writing. That's great. And this will be full of stuff for you as well. It's, it's not purely for those of us who could do with being a little more kindly to ourselves. It's all about building self-awareness. But we're also going to be delving into the emotions, the, the fundamentals of the uh, emotive human experience into human motivation into your own life experiences and your own uh, memoir and your own autobiography and into the vague and often wanky question of what fiction is and why we want to read or write it at all. Because the reason that I think this is important is because if you can get answers to these questions, and especially that last one, if you can work out why you're writing, why fiction is important and why stories are important to you and to humanity in general if you can have that that is a such a powerful north star to guide you through the shittest nights of your writing life if you go i'm doing this because i care about this this is why i love it and you can keep that as a standard that you hold yourself to and as a way of testing when you're not enjoying it and you've gone wrong as well then you will finish the novel definitely and you might even have bloody fun doing it and it might even be a meaningful experience. So that's why. So for today's exercise, do you remember we do those? <laughs> so for today's exercise, I want to drill down into the fundamentals of which emotions you engage with most as an author. Which ones fire you up and which ones you shy away from a little bit and don't like writing about and feel a bit awkward about. Um, what associations you have with the different emotions and how you view these abstract concepts that point to core human experiences. We're going to use a combination of the free write technique from week two, the lists from week one and indeed the monologues from week three. I told you all these things would start adding together as a kind of skill set. Um, I'm going to name an emotion. And what you're going to be looking for in this exercise are images or dramatic moments or snatches of dialogue or whatever that feel like they fit that emotion. And you're just going to write without stopping until I say a new emotion. You might list unrelated fragments. Uh, a scene might start to pour out. Uh, a character might start speaking and you just channel their voice. Whatever. Uh, it's you know like the free rights there's no right or wrong way of approaching this uh just trust in the process let it flow and find its own form and logic on the page you can write fast you can write ponderously and slow it's totally up to you just be there to record what comes out honestly and, and leave the thinking till later uh, i'm going to give you five prompts at uh two minute intervals uh you can keep the same scene going or you can start a new mini free write for each prompt 
or you can mix stuff up as you like. The, the key thing is to plug into the visceral, sensory, specific experience of what these broad, abstract concepts mean to you. Let's get some items, let's get some people, let's get some concrete things we can see, hear, taste, touch and smell. Okay, so uh, get your notebook or your laptop ready. Once you're all set up, I'll give you your first emotion. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Fear. Rage.
grief. Lust.
joy. And that's it, we're done. How was that? Were some easier than others? Was there one that you particularly keyed into? Was there one you found really, really hard? Did any of the emotions bleed into one another? After all, it's hard to feel just one thing on its own completely purely. What sort of scenes or images or words were coming up? Which ones do you feel were particularly successful and which ones felt a bit abstract or wishy-washy? Did any of the stuff that came out surprise you? I hope that was useful and I also hope it wasn't too draining. I've got some more to say about writing and this idea that you may have heard of, you know, of writing as catharsis, of the idea of venting uh, being healthy. But I know you've got stuff to do and so I want to honour your time. Uh, so for now I'll say look after yourself, go and have a lovely bath or a shower or a nice cup of tea or a walk. Thank you and goodbye.